Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and I am more depressed than usual because I finished Final Fantasy 16, and oh boy, what a doozy that was. This week, we are joined by a returning guest. It's at least been between <laughs> five, four, and f- four or five seasons, because I don't remember if he brought him on in season three or not. We're joined by Cole. It's Cole. Hey, He's back. hey, He's everyone. Nobody probably remembers uh, that I've been on. It's been so long. Unless you it have like some real long. vintage fans of the show, which maybe there is. Shout out to you guys who've been listening for a long time. But yeah, I think the last time you had me was what? Maybe Last of Us 2 release? Does that sound right? God, yeah, that sounds about right. I was going to say, I'm the resident last of us guy nick does his podcast any last of us stuff i'm on so i will uh we'll we'll do this one and then when last of us part three comes out you can bring me back so maybe in another five years we'll do it heck yeah we'll do what we did last (laughs) time we brought you and nick on so maybe we'll do that again (laughs) (laughs) sounds good to me well it's glad to it's glad glad to have you back cole because like i said like i said it's a bit it's been a gap and uh, i think you now hold a record for uh like longest gap between appearances all right. Well, let's. Well, like I said, it's probably been what three, two, three years. Let's let's crank it up. And we'll see how long we can do the next one. Yeah, exactly. I was, was going to continuously hold this record, and we're just going to keep. Yeah, this this record <laughs> is entirely on you now, Naughty, Naughty Dog. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, it's your uh, choice. Whenever you want to release last one, maybe they just never release it. And I just never come back. <laughs> Oh, I'm just gonna no. edit you ask him to say no, not until the last of us part three comes out. So uh, not until the last we know of us it's coming. Three. It's coming. It's coming, it's coming eventually. It's coming. Or that other like last of us multiplayer game that's been in development. Yeah, now. true. That might be uh coming out. That might be after Last of Us Part Three, the way it sounds. So who knows? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh we got our headline of the week. It's a I would say it's a doozy, but honestly, some people are saying not really. But we had a Pokemon Presents that was uh held back on Tuesday. And uh it, it was alright. I'm not gonna say it was <laughs> awful. Um starting off Pokemon TCG, the Pokemon TCG game that was on the Game Boy that's coming to the Game Boy uh on Nintendo Switch Online, and Pokemon Stadium 2 is coming to the N64 on Nintendo Switch Online. So both of those Pokemon games are available to play. Uh in the mobile game world of Pokemon, Tatsugiri is getting an event for Pokemon Cafe Remix. You can get a free Jigglypuff, and also Sprigatito, Foycoco, and Quaxley are back in the delivery, so you can unlock them. Nimona got added to Pokemon Masters EX, which means she's fully voice acted in that, because they have voice acting in that games, unlike Scarlet and Violet. So that's cool. Mewtwo is added into Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Sleep is ha- holding a Good Sleep Days event. Um, I don't know what that means, but neither do I. So hopefully you'll sleep good. And I was all... say, I could use some good sleep days here. That would be all right. <laughs> and now every main, lo- all main Pokemon from generations one through nine, aside from a few miscellaneous legendaries, are in Pokemon Go. There we go. That's uh, that was that was actually kind of the biggest news about Pokemon Go. It was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, they then get what it's, they had like a whole section dedicated to Pokemon Worlds because uh, the the tournament's going on right now. The I believe it's the VGC and the TCG. All of it's happening uh, in person in Tokyo for the first time yeah. ever. So that's going on. I wish all the players and contestants good luck on that. Uh, they announced that there's going to be a new animated short series on YouTube coming out called Pokemon Paldean Wins, which if it's anything like the other animated short series that they put out, it's going to be quality because they've just been nothing but good. We got a new trailer for Detective Pikachu Returns. We're in college now. I don't know. I don't remember if we were in college in the first <laughs> game because it's been so long, uh, but it, it, we can ride a Growlithe as Pikachu. <laughs> Uh, in Scarlet and Violet stuff, Mew and Mewtwo raids are going to be happening in Scarlet and Violet. And then they showed off the brand new trailer for the DLC. 
with a strong focus on the jade, uh, the teal mask. I keep calling it the jade mask. It's the teal mask, which is the first part. We got some character trailers, character introductions, and we also got to see a whole bunch of new Pokemon, four new Pokemon specifically, two evolutions and two new legendaries. Uh, the new evolutions, we got Diplin, an evolution of Applin. So Applin now has three evolutions of uh, Flapple. Uh, oh, what is it? The, 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 other po- the other one in Diplin. <laughs> There's so many Pokemon. How can you keep track? Yeah. Uh, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and Duraludon, the dragon steel type that was introduced in Gen 8, is getting an evolution called Ar- Archaludon. Archaludon? One of the two. Yeah. Uh, it's basically a stapler. He turns from Sounds a skyscraper good. into a stapler. Perfect. Uh, and we also got two new legendary Pokemon. We don't know when they'll be released, if they'll be released with the DLC, or if they'll do what they did the counterpart of these two. As we know, we got... Uh, Iron Leaves and Walking Wake, uh, basically the future form of Verizon and the past form of Suicune. Well, we got the second one in these series, which means we're going to see the third ones eventually as well. Cobalion has a new paradox form called Iron Crown. And Raikou is uh, the new paradox form, Raging Bolt. And they made our boy a giraffe. Hell yeah, giraffes. Giraffes are sick. <laughs> but it's Raiko, a dog, and he's now a giraffe. Yeah, whatever, man. His he, neck let is... him be whatever he wants to be. I don't know. I don't know if this is a crime Pokemon. <laughs> this is a crime. There is multiple crimes committed all the time in Pokemon, I'm sure. Yeah, but this one this one's This one's the top of your list. This one's the top of my list. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I, I forget what Professor Oak's done. This one's this one's <laughs> taken priority. Yeah, I mean, how long do we have here? We could go on and on about Professor Oak and all the shady shit he does. <laughs> yeah, exact, exactly. But uh, that was basically the Pokemon presents in a nutshell. Uh, it, like I said, it was all right. People were hoping for like more. People were, I think, were all hope were expecting like at least like a tease of like the next mainline game. For like next year is like oh yeah here's a small tease we'll probably talk more about it like next year or something but like because you know we're starting to get into the fall season and we may or may not get another Pokemon presents this year so it's really hard to say yeah man Pokemon is like just continued to grow like it was huge when I was a kid and I can't believe just how big it still is like the last game I probably played was oh pokemon yellow for game boy and then the yeah, pokemon stadium for n64 you mentioned that so those are probably the last games that i played so that would have been early 2000s so yeah still huge still huge over a thousand pokemon now with the addition of oh. these new four 1084 pokemon that's, i think it's a lot yeah it's a lot uh and i still only need three in my pokemon home file then they're all mythicals but that's aside the point. Uh, yeah, it'll be exciting. Oh, we also got a release date for the Teal Mask. It's going to be sometime in September or October. I can't. Fl- I believe it's like September 17th or 16th is when it's set for. Uh, or is it the 15th? I think it was, it's the 15th, 16th, or 17th. Don't quote me. It might have been October <laughs> as well. But I'm pretty sure Everyone it says Google. September. Everyone has Google. Uh, it's the one thing I forgot to write down. <laughs> Next no month. It'll be out next month, and you'll be able to catch the, some new Pokemon, the three new, like, Guardian Pokemon, and, of course, whatever the Teal Mask one was called again, because I don't remember what the main one was called. <laughs> That's uh, fair, and they man. also showed that, like, in the second DLC, you'll be able to, like, control, like, the flight on Coridon and Maridon to actually, like, fly them like a plane instead of just glide. So that'll be cool with the second one. Like the second DLC looks a lot more interesting than the first one, just because of like all the stuff revolving around it. Uh, But that's our headline of the week. It's now time to dive into everything else that happened in the week in review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs. This is the week in review. And kicking it off with some of last week's game releases, you had Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, Atlas Fallen, and House Flipper VR, which came out for the PlayStation (laughs) VRs. I don't know what any of those games are, but 
the role playing musical. That sounds like are you just singing? That sounds awesome. No, House it's a, it's a, I believe it's an RPG that has a bunch of musical numbers. Oh, that's even yeah. I I, I dig that. That's pretty cool. And then House Flipper, are you just like buying and selling houses? Yeah, but it's, I've played the original one. I I'm yeah. a huge fan of House Flipper one. I can't wait for House Flipper two. Cool. Um, it's uh yeah. You basically there you you go on missions. You can you can purchase properties and like flip them and sell them, uh, or but there's also like missions you do where you go like do repairs or decorating and whatnot as well. Huh, they had like they even had like a whole DLC with HGTV. <laughs> of course they did. I mean, I'm sure that's where most of the people are getting their ideas on house flipping. Anyways, I mean, can't even turn on that channel without some kind of show about house flipping. But yep, I mean, it's I guess it's cheaper than actually doing it in real life because that shit is expensive. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. In the world of video game news, starting off, we Evo. Evo was this past weekend. Woo! And you know yay, what this yay. past Evo brought? Chipotle. Because it was sponsored was by Chipotle. And every 80 seconds, they played an ad for Chipotle. <laughs> gotta get their money's worth. They gotta get their money's worth. It became the meme of this year's Evo, and honestly, I'm all for it. Um, but they also made a lot of announcements regarding some of your favorite fighting games. Starting off, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are coming to Street Fighter 6 as costumes. They're like 15 bucks each. Uh, <laughs> or it's like, I, I don't know, and probably a discounted for the four of them. But yeah, that's uh, it's pretty it's funny. It's pretty steep, but it's kind of funny because you can just dress up your avatar as like one of the turtles and just fight <laughs> people. It's hilarious. We also got the trailer for the second DLC character, Aki, who uses like drugs. Drugs? Uh-oh. Like Chinese drugs. Like Chinese medicine drugs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with drugs. There's a whole, whole, whole subsection you could have went into. So I wasn't sure. I had to clarify just for the yeah. people. Exactly, uh, Killer Instinct. You know that game that re- uh, the game that hasn't seen a update in like ten years. Uh, they're getting a definitive edition for Series X because, uh, like, the last time we heard about this game was like the, the release of the Xbox One, where they're like, "Oh, hey, here's Killer Instinct," and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't great, but it's coming back, so that's cool. Uh, King of Fighters 15 announced characters Najd and Do- Dolan. Duolon, I don't know how you pronounce it. I didn't. Duolon, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What, so they're they're coming to King of Fighters 15 when I don't think that game's out yet. So I think it's just a showcase of those. Uh, Fatal Fury: City of Wolves was formally announced. This was a game that I think people knew about. They just didn't. No one said anything yet. So now it's been official. It's official that this is coming out soon. Uh, King of Fighters. Why does it say 16? It's supposed. That's not supposed to be 16. That's supposed to be like. 13 i think <laughs> i believe it's supposed to be 13 is getting global matchmaking on november 16th um one of the old king of fighters games I, it was either 13 or 14 or maybe it was one of those two yeah again everyone has google you can do yeah. it do the research yourself do the, You're do good. the google uh tech eight uh they announced two more characters raven is returning and uh azucena or azucena uh, is being added as a new uh, addition to the game. Mortal Kombat 1 uh, showed off uh, Reptile will be coming to the game and also Havoc and Ashrash. Uh, Ashrash? Ashrash, I think it's like Ashrash. Yes. And Guilty Gear Strive will be releasing the new DLC character Johnny. Uh, and that was Those are all the major announcements. There was this, also this thing where like one of the former... Uh, Tekken producers came out uh, when Tekken was about to make their announcements. Uh, Ono, I believe was his name. Uh, He's like, hey, we had homework to the other guy. And it was like Tekken Cross. And before he was about to say anything, he was cut off because the joke was he was going to say Tekken Cross Street Fighter, (laughs) Uh, which I don't think is ever happening again. But running joke that they they put that out. It was funny. The tournament part was cool, too. Uh, like I said, though, you, you gotta be ready for all the Chipotle memes because <laughs> it was pretty spicy. Uh, in Overwatch news, they revealed their new character, Alari, who is out right now, actually. You can now play as uh, the new Alari. I don't know if it's through the Battle Pass still that you have to unlock more if you, they just give you them now because I don't pay attention to Overwatch 2 or Blizzard because fuck <laughs> Blizzard. Fair enough. 
Also, and then in a lot, uh, you know what? I'll tell the good news. And well, the last piece of good news before we just get to the real shit news of the day: uh, <laughs> Modern Warfare Three remake was announced, and they also showed off Makarov in the brand new trailer. Uh, so we're finally getting the modern trilogy of these games uh, wrapped up. And uh, I, I don't really know how I feel about them because Modern Warfare Three was my first, second Call of Duty game that I ever played. Oh, really? And I've yeah, only ever played two. Oh really? You didn't play? Yeah, I would have. What did I? I played. I played War Modern Warfare Three one? and I played Black Ops One. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, I was way before you. I started out. What world? The world that war is up. World at war. The yeah. first one was zombies. That one, and then yeah, then Modern Warfare Two would have been right after that. So those would have been my first two. And then I went back and replayed the first Modern Warfare as well, just because I was like kind of lost at some of the points and like how they connected. But I don't even. I don't even think I went. I don't think I've played. Uh, Modern Warfare Three, so I might have to actually jump into that. Modern Warfare Three, it was a it was a cool story. I mean, it was yep. all right. Uh, Out of the three, which one is your? Have you played the first one? No, I never. Oh, okay. I only I only played three Black Ops. Yeah, fair enough. And I preferred Black Ops because it was a cooler story. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've. Yeah, I haven't played any of the story modes from Black Ops, but I've played a bunch of multiplayer. But I might have to jump into those because the numbers, Mason. They, what do they, they mean? Kinda, <laughs> they just kind of scratch that itch for just like a quick single player story. Like you don't have to think too much. You just kind of hop in and play. So yeah, that might be something I do this fall. That, I feel like COD is like a perfect fall game. Maybe that's just because that's always when they come out. And that's what I remember as like a kid. So maybe I'll have to do that this year. Yeah, maybe. All right. Into the bad news. Oh boy. Uh, major streamer. One of the biggest streamers in the world, Kai Sanat, Sanat, he's in hot water and facing charges after an impromptu meetup in New York City's Union Square. Detectives are planning to charge Mr. Sanat with inciting a riot. Uh, which chaos ensued uh, the area. 65 others were arrested in this meetup, 30 of them under 18. Uh, and it was all for PlayStation Five and like other things to be given away, which you don't. He posted. He posted it on Twitter. It was like, <laughs> and then like the, the area was flooded. By the time like some, they talked to like a person who was there, it was like by the time that they got there, there were like thousands of police officers. That's like, wild. It was. It was. It was. It was all. It's. It was crazy. There were people diving. People destroying prop. It like it turned. You can never get a crowd that size, regardless what it's for. And it's <laughs> exactly. Kai Sanat. Like, this dude, when, like, when he keeps things, like, if you watch his streams, like, his streams can go, like, they're either tame or they're chaos. But, like, <laughs> they're controlled chaos. <laughs> this because one, it's not in, so much. it's in a controlled environment. <laughs> yeah. Take it outdoors and look what happens. Take uh, it outdoors where you're going to trust your fans, who you have one of the biggest fan bases, one of the youngest fan bases who are very impressionable as well. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I saw that on Twitter, and I was like, that is so crazy. Like, just for, like, what did it, was there like a monetary value of how much he was giving away or was it just, I don't think there, I don't know what the monetary value was. We know there was at least one PlayStation five, but knowing Kai and the money he makes probably, there was probably at least like maybe between 10 and 20, probably more. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I guess there would like, have been a probably lot like, that many people, probably right? like a lot of like maybe some headphones, AirPods, yeah. maybe, maybe some laptops. Like <laughs> who knows? Right. It could have been a whole bunch like, of stuff. Yeah, exactly, and it just didn't go well. Um, so he's in custody right now. I I don't I don't know if he's still in custody actually. So yeah, that's that's that situation. Uh, and in the what probably in, what could be worse than that? Well, how about literal theft? Thieves have strolled out with three hundred thousand dollars worth of TCG cards in Gen Con in a heist. Photos have been posted of the two people. Two, it was two people that basically they stole a whole palette of cards. I don't know what type of cards they were. Um, I, they were I, they were either Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, most likely, or it was a combination of them. Uh, Gen Con, of course. Uh, we were going to see the. This was actually, I think, the first like public premiere. Uh, 
at like a major event of Disney's Lorcana, the brand new card game that they've worked on. Um, and we know it's not those that were stolen because you know, they, there was actually security around that, but apparently someone wasn't watching a pallet and <laughs> yeah, 300 grand not. is just sitting with some randoms right now. Oh, that's so much money. Holy shit. Of cards, oh, yeah. Oh my goodness! And when they get caught, man, oh, just oh, that's a lot of money. But I mean, when you steal that much, you got to realize like they're coming for you. Like you are coming for you. And they, and they, one of them wasn't. Well, I don't think one of them was. One of them wasn't masked in the oh, camera yeah. footage that they got. They're so, toast. Yeah, they're they toast. probably already no, have no. a <laughs> probably have a good idea of where they are already. So good luck with that one. Yeah, if we'll have an update for you next week if they were caught or not. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> that's it for regular gaming news uh, this week in the world of live service games. Starting off with Final Fantasy XIV, if you haven't heard yet, next summer, Dawn Trails 7.0. It's been announced coming out summer 2024. Up level 100, two new DPS classes, huge graphics overhaul coming next year. This October, we're getting 6.5 growing light. And in January, we're getting 6.55, which will be the last major update for uh, Final Fantasy 14 until summer. Uh, we're getting the final alliance raid new and duty support will now support all available dungeons. Uh, we're getting a Fall Guys collaboration with Final Fantasy 14 where it goes both ways. Uh, where the, the Final Fantasy XIV characters are skins in Fall Guys, but also Fall Guys tracks are coming to Final Fantasy XIV in the Gold Saucer. <laughs> That's awesome. It's really cool. I cannot wait. Uh, also, Yoshi P has confirmed that there will be a Final Fantasy 16 and Final Fantasy 14 collaboration event as well. However, we don't know when that will be. And also, the Moonfire Fair event is on right now in the game. This is their summertime event where you can get yourself a Power Rangers outfit uh, that is diable in any color that you wish. And of course, that also means that the parkour tower is back and you can try to climb it. And it's, I, I did a couple attempts, but uh, there will be a video coming out soon of me and the boys attempting to climb the tower. So look forward to that. Uh, in the world of Hoyoverse games, Genshin Impact 4.0 is around the corner. It's set for August 16th, adding the new region of Fontaine. And in Honkai Star Rail, Kafka, her banner is out now, so you can stop barking and finally start pulling. <laughs> you could tell you're in radio because you've been talking pretty much this entire time and your voice is still just perfect. If I was talking that much and that long, I would be croaking. Sometimes <laughs> I just like, I'll talk for five minutes and my voice is gone. So yeah, good for you because man, you are carrying the show. I guess that's why your name is on the show and it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and lastly, it's some Destiny 2 news. Keith David has been announced that Keith David will be taking over the role of Captain Zavala, uh, which is big because Captain Zavala was formerly voiced by Lance Reddick, and Lance Reddick uh, tragically passed, tragically and suddenly passed away uh, yeah, earlier was, this year. I think. Yeah, was. that was. Yeah, just kind of out of the blue. Like I think that was right before John Wick Four came out, right? Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Um, so Keith David, uh, another iconic voice actor. And I think it's like the right choice. If you were to like have someone step into that voice, Keith David would be the guy because I've mistaken Keith David and Lance Reddick before. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm sure it'll be very similar. Like, are, do you think they not necessarily train him and say like, kind of make your voice sound like Lance Reddick or does they just kind of do it like, hey, do your own thing? Like, how would know. you prefer it as a gamer? Because I, I'm as kinda... me, I would. Well, Keith David has that like natural deep voice anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I, like playing through Saints Row Four, like he just uses his voice, and it's like it's pretty damn deep. Yeah. And it's like I said, him and Zavala, him and Lance were are like so close in like vo vocal as vocals as it is that. Yeah. If they wanted to like kind of get it to be spot on, it wouldn't take that much. It's a yeah. much, I would say, this is a much lesser gap to bridge than when Leonard Nimoy passed away because he was the voice of Xehanort originally mm -hmm. in Kingdom yeah. Hearts. And uh, while they did like they filled in like his voice in with like somebody who did like Leonard Nimoy, 
or a guy that was able to there. match who was able to match like you know what Xehanort's original voice is. That's not the case anymore because the voice of Xehanort now is everybody's favorite uh, Doc Brown mm-hmm. from Kingdom yeah, Hearts. Yeah, it's always, uh, always tricky. Doc right, Brown to... from Kingdom Hearts. No, Doc <laughs> Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> it's always tricky when like somebody from the voice cast or any cast, I guess, kind of passed away, and like how how do you fill that role when? you need somebody to continue playing it you know what i mean like if like the story needs that character you can't necessarily write them out i mean they do that sometimes but yeah it's always tricky when you got to find somebody to replace it and then walk that line of do you want to do an imitation of that person or do you want to let them kind of do their own thing like it's just tricky and i always find that fascinating when that happens because there's always different tacks of how they do it yeah no definitely definitely and uh, also, the new Destiny season starts on August 22nd. That's from my Destiny Insider Jackson. Uh, he told me that like a couple days ago. I was like, oh, cool. I better remember that for the podcast. And also, uh, just as a reminder, Nathan Fillion returns to the cast as Cade 6 uh, for the new expansion, uh, The Final Shape. So, look forward to that. I, I like Cade 6. He was my favorite character. And then he was killed. And I, I stopped playing before that. But then, yeah. Uh, in the world of TCG, Scarlet and Violet 151 is out September 22nd. And Paradox Rift will be out November 3rd. In Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, starting off with the Master Duel updates, there's a new solo gate available for the 10 E cards. And Rage of Chaos is the new selection pack that you can pull from. Uh, those uh, are both out today, actually, day of recording this, August 10th. Uh, on the TCG world, the Speed Duel Streets of Battle City box set releases August 24th, the 25th anniversary Tin Dueling Heroes on September 8th, the Crimson King Structure Deck on September 21st, and Age of Overlord comes out October 20th. In the world of Magic the Gathering, Wilds of Eldraine comes out September 8th. The Doctor Who Commander decks on October 13th. The Lost Cavers of Ixalan come out sometime in November. And we also got a huge announcement from Magic the Gathering uh, with new Universes Beyond packs uh, for 2024 and 2025 confirmed. These will include series such as Fallout, Assassin's Creed, and Final Fantasy all getting cards. And I'm going to say this. I love me some Fallout. I, I love me some Final Fantasy. I'm going to definitely fucking pick up the Final Fantasy cards and get some physical copies of those because fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the week in review. That is everything. It's a short week. This like a small, a smaller news week this week. Not that much happened. All things considered. Yeah. I mean, that's still quite a bit of stuff. You ran through it quick. That was great. I'm just sitting back enjoying you doing your radio <laughs> radio voice. I haven't I haven't heard a radio voice like that since college. So man, it's been it's been a while. The good old try hard days. <laughs> you got it. God, I was re-listening to some of those. For those who don't know, I think I've talked about it before. The Tryhards. It was an old college radio show. I it was myself, uh, Zach, who you've probably seen in my streams a, a few times on the podcast. And uh, our boy, our boy Joel. It was the three of us. We did it every Tuesday night, uh, talking video games. It was like an entertainment show, so it was like, okay, well, we can talk video games. But we also got to talk like movies, TV, and music <laughs> yeah. as well. A little bit of uh, everything. A little bit of everything. Uh, but we made it work, and it was such a fun time. Yeah, great way to just kind of cut your teeth and get used to being on air. Because yeah, I mean, podcasts are a little bit different because you can cut around, but I feel like being live is such a benefit for moving forward for any kind of on air or podcast. Cause man, it's, you, you get nervous. I mean, I know I did the first couple times, but once you do it lots, man, it, it just starts to become way more fun. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Uh, with that, we should probably move on to see what games are coming out next week. Uh, here's what should be on your radar from August 14th to 20th. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. Uh, kicking it off, no Monday releases next week, but on Tuesday, Everspace 2 releases for the PlayStation 5 and Series X, Hammerwatch 2 releases for the PC, Moving Out 2 releases on everything, Wayfinder releases on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and the PC. On Wednesday, Quasimorph releases for the PC. WWE 2K23, the Bad News U-Pack DLC releases for everything but the Switch. 
On Thursday, Red Dead Redemption and Undead Nightmare come for, out for the, both the PlayStation 4 and Switch as a port. Uh, Vampire Survivors makes his way to the Switch, and Shadow Gambit The Cursed Crew comes to the PC, PS5, and Series X. On Friday, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk releases for the Switch and PC. This is the... What's the word I'm looking for? This is like the spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio. Uh, Madden NFL 24 releases on everything but the Switch. And the Czech Texas Chainsaw Massacre is officially out in full release for everything but the Switch. Because I think it's been in like an early release or a beta on Steam. Yeah, it's it out everywhere right. now. It'll be out everything for next Friday. And that is, this, is be, this is developed by the same people who did the Friday the 13th game. Okay, yeah, those are those are fun games just to kind of hop in and play, especially in like October, like perfect for late nights, just getting ready for Halloween. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love those. And also a quick reminder, if you have a Steam account or just any anywhere, uh Friday the thirteenth, if you didn't know, that game is dying in December. It will be off of the stores officially in December. So if you want to pick it up, pick it up now. It's like four bucks. And you get yeah. everything unlocked off the bat because they removed the leveling system. They just give you everything. Definitely worth everything. it at that price. Like, Definitely worth yeah. it. Servers will be going down next year, December. So you'll have like a year or so to play the game. I picked up the game because I want to play this on stream over the holidays. Play it with some bo- play it with the boys. Get some content out of it. So definitely pick up the game. Uh, for it's, it's a form of game preservation until the servers shut down. Yeah, and at that price, it's hard to beat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, as for the game, as for back to the games that were here, uh, some of the bigger games, uh, obviously Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Bomb Rush, Cyberpunk. I know a lot of people are excited for this game, uh, just because they either grew up or played a lot of Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future, so people are excited for that. Red Dead, obviously, big big game back in the day, and. Uh, you know, upported a little bit to some of the past generation uh, consoles, and uh, moving out too. Sequel to Moving Out, one of those uh, hectic, uh, crazy party games. So, all of those, uh, those are what I'd say are the oh, and Vampire Survivors. Uh, that that game is is like such a really great indie game that uh, you can now play it on the Switch. Like, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, but with that, that's everything coming out next week. Is now time for us to take a look back and to focus on some other things and here's what we're talking about this week in the game lounge covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world here's what's going down this week in the game lounge and one of those things that we were talking about a little bit earlier we're actually gonna be taking a bit more of a, a focus <laughs> on Perfect. as we're talking about red dead redemption and just ports in general so cole yeah. how do you want to how do you want to start this what, what did you you well, I guess statement for this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess my I don't have a problem with ports, but I think my major concern is the price point that they're coming out as. Um, this one is going to be what fifty USD, I think, is what I saw. So in Canada, I don't even know what it. Have they announced what it's going to be yet? Uh, no, not that I'm aware. Yes. But if it's going to be fifty USD, that means it's probably going to be seventy, 70 Canadian, which, which is. is... I paid seven bucks for Red Dead Redemption Two when it first came out. Like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, like we're I, we're paying more for the port than yeah. how much we did for the original game on like the 360 or PS. Yeah, and and again, if it was a remake built, you know, they already built the map in Red Dead Two. Like, they could have easily just done a quick remake and said here it is for 50 bucks i'd have no problem with that but the fact that it's a port of just the ps3 game you know it's not 60 fps it's not 4k like and they're still going to charge 50 bucks i mean I, what I rockstar should have done was they should have done what naughty dog did with the last of us one go exactly modern consoles and like yeah oh yeah we just like remade the game again Pretty much, yeah, and, and you know, like, and people shat on on Naughty Dog for that because they charge full price, but at least they did a lot of stuff to make it, you know, PS5 worthy. Whereas this game is is gonna look like a PS3 game on PS5, and then they're charging fifty bucks. Uh, it's not even yeah. on PS5; it's on PS4. Yeah, but exactly. Then again, like, I mean, then again, then again, it's like, yes, you can play it on PS5 because yeah. you can play PS4 games on five, but still. Yeah, you could have played. I believe you could have played it like through the PS Plus catalog. Yeah, the PS Now, and whatever they had it. So it's yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, they're obviously just 
they see people are going to buy it, so they're just going to put it out. But uh, I just have a real issue with the, and I mean, Rockstar has been kind of one of the worst ones with the GTA trilogy, and they put that out, and it was an absolute mess. I mean, I just don't understand what they're doing. Like, they're gearing up for GTA 6, and they're going to put out a port of Red Dead, charge pretty much full price for it. And are they not surprised they're just getting major backlash from this? Like, like I think, I think if the port was just on the Switch, yeah, it would be fine. Exactly, because yeah, I mean, it, it would run like shit still, but it, what you wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't see as much of this backlash that they're seeing from it. Well, exactly. Because... I mean, it's it's just PS4 and Switch. Like, you can already play it on Xbox, and it runs way better, and it's way cheaper on Xbox. So it's like you're going to put it out on PS4 and charge full price, and, like, you expect people to be happy about that? Like, Red Dead 1 is a great game. Like, it's definitely worth 50 bucks if you've never played it. But even then, like, if you have a PS3, I would just buy it for, like, 10 bucks at your local GameStop and play it that way. I mean, it's not going to be any better on the PS5 so, or on the yeah, PS4. Yeah, wasn't, like, so. wasn't it also, like, a part of that, like, Rockstar Platinum collection? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, it's just even, even cheaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can find this game way cheaper than than this port. So, yeah, it's again, like I said, re- if you're going to remake it from the ground up and charge full price, I really don't have a huge issue, especially for people who have never played it. Then, like, I, I would definitely say, like, this game, if they remade it completely and they charge fifty bucks, worth every penny. But yeah, these ports, I don't know, they're kind of getting out of control from from my perspective, anyways. Yeah, no, definitely. I I definitely see that. Uh, like, it's not that ports are overall bad. I think that if they're like if they're done right, they're good. Like, you know, like games that have been like I think of a now. Granted, I, I'm using The Last of Us as another fucking example, but the game originally released on the PlayStation Three, and it was like at the end of the life cycle for the, the, that generation. Um, so they ported it up to PS4, and it was that was actually a great decision to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and technically that one was still remastered. So I mean, they did a little bit of work, not a lot, but at that point, like, like you said, it was just right at the end of the the PS3 Xbox 360 life cycle. So like, I was one of the the people who had an Xbox 360 and bought a PS4. So like, that was perfect for me because. I bought a PS4 a couple weeks later that game came out and of course I bought it immediately so that makes sense but I mean Red Dead 2 came out <laughs> what 4 or 5 years ago now so it's not even like they're capitalizing on a new game coming out like GTA 6 maybe but even then like I I just don't understand how they <laughs> they can price it at 50 bucks i mean 30 bucks i think is kind of the sweet spot they would i think yeah i think 30 bucks would have been like the perfect sweet spot right there for for this port specifically yeah and then you wouldn't have people bitching and complaining either like, like 30 bucks for few, the playstation but... 4 version at least you yeah. can keep it at full price for the switch version because nintendo <laughs> like fucking like i've seen ports that have been on the ps4 cheaper than what they are on the switch and that's just like okay nintendo you do you <laughs> yeah exactly i'm not so... playing like when i play the switch game i played their mainline triple a games i'm not playing like a port of yeah. a game older game unless it's like a nintendo game on the and switch maybe, maybe i'll ask you that like i'm not i don't have a switch like is is this something that's gonna make them money like are people gonna buy this game on switch like no, is like people who big only, thing? people who people who only have a switch they might yeah. because this is this is essentially gta for them on the switch yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, that's the, totally the second, the second closest thing. I mean, the closest thing they've gotten on the Switch for GTA is like Saints Row three, and I think four. I think both yeah. of those are on the Switch. But other than that, yeah. that's really about it. Because even then, like, I don't know if if I was buying a Switch, like, I would be buying it for Nintendo, and that's yeah, exactly. Like you're Nintendo buying it. For, you're buying it for the Mario. <laughs> you're buying it yeah. for the Zelda, the Pokemon, the Kirby. And the Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Yeah, and if you want to play like third-party games, like I would be buying an Xbox or a PS5, like, yeah, like exactly. anything like, else, the, right? The third-party games you're most likely buying on the Switch are indie games because the platform yeah. is perfect for indie games. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's another thing. I was like a little bit surprised that they 
ported it to Switch as well. But I guess if they they I must mean, we've have seen crazier shit that's <laughs> got imported to the Switch. Yeah, so. that's very true. Very true. Is it is it No Man's Sky on the Switch? Yeah, I don't know. Warframe Probably. is on the Switch. <laughs> I bet those all this run perfectly. Call of Duty There's is no going to be on the Switch all. soon. <laughs> oh man! So. I mean, I said I said I said this last week about Call of Duty and coming to the Switch. Um, when that agreement actually like goes through and like you know they all that stuff happens, um, I hope that the Switch would actually get like like the classic Call of Duty games. Yeah, because I think those would run just fine, and it's a great way for of game preservation on the Switch. Yeah, and that's I guess we're just kind of jumping back into ports. That's why I'm not like a huge you know, detractor of them because PS3 games are locked. Like I love Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas and I only have a PS5 uh, and I can't play those games. I mean, I have a PS3, but they run like absolute ass that it's not even really worth my time to play them on there. Like, so if you want to port these games that are unavailable on PS5, then sure. But I mean, I just don't, don't see how you can charge full price for them. I don't know. It's just wild but i guess they must they must see the numbers making sense that if they put all this money into porting it they must be saying like we have to charge 50 bucks and people are obviously going to buy it but we'll see how they do yeah yeah is there any game that you want to see ported yeah i mean fallout new vegas for ps4 or ps5 whatever i i mean i i'm surprised we haven't got a, a pack of three and new vegas um, yeah you know, i mean i guess now that um bethesda's xbox we probably will never get it but yeah that one is that one still hurts because i i will plug in the ps3 every now and then just to play new vegas but i mean you can only play that game for about 45 minutes before it crashes so yeah those ones for sure <laughs> yeah i'll just have to buy an xbox that's pretty much <laughs> what i'll have to do if i want to play yeah any it's, of basically, the it's basically at this point it's like you you either have you just get like a good PC or you get an Xbox yeah. to play. Cause I'll be playing Starfield on my PC. Like when that drops, yeah. I'm going to be playing it on PC because I'm not going to fork out the money for an Xbox. when I don't need to. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. I just don't have a PC. So it's like, well, I mean with, with what Bethesda is doing and you know, they got machine games and all these other great studios underneath that are putting out quality games. It's like, Oh, I, I'm going to need to buy an Xbox at some point, but all, uh, I'll decide that when when that the new Bethesda game comes out. So if I get, I'm sure it'll get good reviews, but I'm sure it'll run like ass for the first several months, like they always do. So I can buy myself a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Uh, is there anything else you want to add about ports uh, before we move on to our second topic of the day? <laughs> uh, no, I think we covered it. I was, <laughs> yeah. Again, oh, I got. Uh, I'm sorry, I got one more question yeah. here about USB ports. Uh, yay or nay? <laughs> um, yay, still yay. Okay. Yeah, definitely yay. Okay. Need them. Need them. All right. Yep. Okay. Good. I'll I'll be sure to tell my congressman that. <laughs> <laughs> Was not expecting USB port question, but good one. Good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I you see, I could have gone more political and said, "What's your thought of the port strike right now?" <laughs> Yeah, then then we're going way off topic. So we're going that, way off topic. USB port is a little bit on track still. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, moving on to our second topic of the day, uh, talking about some single player games here. I guess yeah. like the the the, the re rise of the single player game in this uh, sea of multiplayer battle royales in Fortnite. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, so I guess my kind of idea here was just growing up, everybody, you know, it was single players are dead and, you know, you're never going to get any good, great single player games. And this was, you know, say early 2010s, I want to say, when they really hit and it was like, yeah, oh, you're never going to get great single player games. And it just seems like we still are getting constantly good single player games that either, you know, have great story, great gameplay, all the above, great characters. Um, I think my biggest concern, though, with with single player games is just the amount of money they take to make, and then you have the crunch, which is super negative for any developer and all the workers. And then on top of that, you know, 
what you gotta hope that the game's good as a result so it sells yeah money back exactly so that's like the third thing like you gotta really put in this all this amount of time all this amount of money and then it has to be good because it has to sell and then you got stuff like game pass where like you don't even have to buy the game it's just on their day one and yeah how does that work like do, do exactly, the game devs right? get like a portion of that like i've actually never considered that really yeah. until now like how does that work for like the devs does xbox just pay them like x they amount must, to just right? put their game on the thing or like yeah what's the I mean, dealio i have yeah that's a great question i have no idea there must be some kind of you know monetization value that they get in order for it to be on there but i mean if you're under the xbox branch you know like a bethesda like i, I don't know how that works because yeah like you're if you're a playstation studio i think they've said like any like the first party stuff is going up on the store for 70 bucks canadian and whatever usd so i mean you're gonna see lots of people buying the game there but on xbox i just don't i don't see how they can continue to put out these massive games like starfield and then after that elder scrolls and and the halos like how are you going to make your money back when it's on game pass and i i I don't know what the numbers are but you got to think over 50 percent of xbox players are on game pass because why wouldn't you well i I think with first party games at least for xbox at least it's like they have so many subscribers for game pass that it basically pays for itself that like basically like with how many people are subscribed to game pass it's like okay yeah we've made the revenue from this new game that we're putting out on the platform yeah from like this month's subscriptions yeah, I feel so. like at least at least with the first party stuff because it's that you you can see that money going right to Xbox. Yeah, I would pretty much have to, right? I mean, these games aren't small; like they're not taking a year or two to make. Like they're three to six years, sometimes even longer than that. So I mean, like you're putting years and years of effort into these huge and huge amount of money. Like I don't know, I would be interested to see how they're making this work. I mean who knows maybe in five years they see that it doesn't work but even like playstation is kind of dabbling in this now but i mean yeah i mean it's a great for great for the consumer but in the long run like are we still going to see these great single player games that you know can come out day one and not necessarily flop but i mean if they're not making money from sales like where are they finding that shortfall like are they going to start introducing more microtransactions or you know dlcs or like i i just that's a big question I have for single player games moving forward. Yeah, no, definitely. What, what, just a, a random question, not random question, but what was the last single player game that you played and finished? Um, I'm playing the second horizon right now. Oh, forbidden um, West. Yeah. Yeah. Forbidden West. Um, the last one I finished, I bought the, um, the mass effect trilogy cause I'd never played those. So I just finished the third one right before I started horizon. So I played those three, um, so yeah, those would have been the last ones I played, and then, yeah, I mean, I I, I want to say like ninety percent of the gaming I do is single player, whether it be you know story games or sports games or whatever else. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> I uh, definitely don't want to see them go away anytime soon. Because yeah, that's no, de- where... like. Like the last game I played, as you as I, as I said at the top of the episode, I am depressed now because I finished <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. That game, finishing that game, hurt me in so many ways, uh, emotionally, mostly emotionally. Yeah. Uh, it was a fantastic game. Like Yoshi P and the team did such a great job with the g- handling 16 that it is like my ga- it is my game of the year. Um, when I make my end of year special episode. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's game of the year. Like, there's, uh, there's, I don't think anything is gonna top it. Like, I know that Starfield's coming out still. We still have Spider Man Two. Oh, oh Spider Man Two, yes. Which PS Five only. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Reminder, then, reminder yeah. of that. Yeah. If you didn't get your PS Five PlayStation for Final Fantasy Sixteen, get it for Spider Man Two because uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but no, Final Fantasy 16 was such a phenomenal game, and I'm glad that I got to play it. And so, because of that, now like I think games that I'm playing are like all multiplayer at this point. Yeah, because I'm playing FF14, um, Minecraft, 
and I think there's something else in oh Honkai Star Rail, but that's like that's kind of that's single player, but it's like kind of mobile-ish, but like not this so but it, it's it's gotcha. So Yeah. Are you would you classify yourself kind of like fifty fifty where it's fifty percent single player, fifty percent multiplayer, or how do you kind of gauge yourself as a player? Like where do you kind of sit? I would say 50 50 like yeah. well I would say maybe like a 70 30 split whereas the 70 is like the single player stuff and yeah. the 30 is like multiplayer like actually just playing with friends more than playing with um strangers yeah see that's how I am too like when I'm playing multiplayer games like it's just with friends I don't like if I'm gonna just hop in and play against other people I just I don't have fun doing that like I gotta I'd way rather just be in like a, a, a lobby with me and friends than with anybody else so I'm sure that's probably why I enjoy single player where I don't have to deal with you know the screaming kids and, and the dickheads so yeah it's it's always interesting hopping online yeah no definitely definitely um you did mention uh uh, when you sent me this topic that games like GTA 5 are still making like lots of money still yeah. because of their online components and all the microtransactions that they get still because of just <laughs> yeah. like shark cards yep. and like gotcha games are like a good example of this too because it's like oh time for bowls time to give <laughs> China, time to give Hoyoverse our credit card yeah exactly well that's again like again, that's another concern I have with GTA 6 is we got Red Dead Redemption, which is arguably one of the best single-player campaigns I've ever played. But Red Dead Online just kind of flopped. But GTA Online is still huge. So it's like, still huge. What are we going to get? What, but then the 6, question right? is, what's what's going to happen to GTA Online when GTA Six releases? Exactly. Like, is like it does just that be... just die, or what's going to happen to that? Yeah, I mean, is it going to be like all online? Like, it sounds like from the leaks that we got. I don't know a year ago that there's going to be a single player but i don't know it, it makes me a little nervous when i see a gta online just printing money from their shark cards and all that shit like where are they going with single player like they can't i i don't see how they can say their single players are dead i mean red dead redemption 2 is great red dead 1 is great a lot of the gta games have great stories too like they are one of the best at putting out a great single player experience. So like how how are they gonna straddle that line of here's the online component where we're gonna just absolutely print money and then do they put that back into the single player or do they just say fuck the single player? We're just gonna print the money and not even worry about it because we're gonna save a bunch of money. So I think GTA six is gonna be really telling if it comes out and it's all focused online like that that'll be really concerning for me but i mean we'll see what happens we're still probably what a year out before it comes out i i think it's gonna be like a 2025 release 2026 yeah. maybe even it could be yep like the, i feel like like they're gonna really put like in a lot of work like the stuff that we saw that was added in like the ps4 and series x release like with that first person mode and all that stuff like i feel like we'll they want to start the game with like that kind of quality it's not better obviously because ps5 era now ps5 series x era so upscaled even more and all that stuff and we still like we have no clue what the where we're even going yeah. as well like how big is this map gonna be like are you trying to top what you did with the san andreas area <laughs> yeah, are you gonna exactly. make more of like a more realistic uh oh what was it oh what was what's liberty city that's what it's called. Are they going to like try to do that? Are we going to go back to Liberty City, or are we going to try a new, a whole new area, or are we going well, to try? It's supposed to be Vice with, City, uh, is what it, it's supposed to. But I, I also heard well, that I, like, it's it's rumored. Like, yeah, we don't actually know entirely. Yeah, because Rockstar hasn't told us anything. Yeah, really, they haven't told us anything other than that it's an in, de in development. I mean, another rumor I saw was like they were going to have like Liberty City in the game as well. So I mean, you could be completely right. Who knows what they're going to do? Like, how big is this? game gonna be like yeah it's it's yeah but that's just kind of how rockstar operates we'll announce it one day and then we won't hear from them again for another year and then it'll just come out so who knows yeah that, that's rockstar <laughs> yeah that's rockstar all right um is there anything else you want to add on the topic at hand no just the fact that i love single player and i'm just 
that's why I think I love Naughty Dog so much. And, you know, even Rockstar, we kind of shit on them a little bit for what they do with the online component. But, man, if you put out a good single player, like, that to me is a sign of a good studio. I think the more we have and the more choice we have, the better. And I am kind of disappointed that Bethesda is under Xbox now because we kind of lose that from the PS side. But even then... And Activision the, Blizzard will be under Xbox. Xbox too, too. yeah. So it's, I, I'm not, that's another topic for another day is the, the exclusives, but yeah, maybe that'll be my, my next topic in, in five years when I come back. <laughs> so put that on the, put that on the docket for, uh, what year is it? 2023, 2028. I'll be back. We'll, we'll talk about it then. All right. You heard it here first folks. Yeah. Game Lounge exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, then I think it's time to start closing things out today and head on into the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. Uh, starting off, we got this week in gaming history from August 14th to 20th. Here's what happened in the past. On the 14th, 2009, EA Sports released Madden NFL 10 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in North America. On the 15th in 2017, Deep Silver released Agents of Mayhem for the PS4 and Xbox One in the US, and that game flopped. (laughs) On the 16th, 2005, Sega released Sonic Gems Collection for the GameCube in North America. On the 17th, 2001, Microsoft Canada announced it will launch the Xbox in Canada on November 8th for $459.99. Jeez, and consoles are still right about that price. That's pretty good. 22 years later, like we're still in that kind of $500 range. Yeah. Uh, 2004, uh, Friday the 18th, Nintendo drops the price of the GameCube in Canada to 139 Canadian, and it includes Metroid Prime. Good deal. Good deal. On the 19th in 2020, Apple became the first American company with a valuation of $2 trillion U.S. dollars. That's a lot of and- money. It's a lot of money. And on the 20th in 2008, at a video game convention in Leipzig? Leipzig, you got it. Leipzig, Germany. Sony announced a new version of the PSP uh, to go on sale in Europe and the US in mid-October. The PlayStation Portable 3000 will have a built-in microphone, new screen, which has more colors and better suited for use outdoors. Do you have a PSP? No, I never got a PSP. I had a DS. I had a DS and a 3DS. Yeah, see, I had a Game Boy, and then I didn't have anything until the Vita. And I didn't get the Vita until, like, three years after it came out. So, yeah, I'm not a huge, like, handheld gamer. I should probably get into that more. It would probably help when I'm sitting at the airport going on a flight or in the car. Like, it's got to cut down the, the time. So I'll have to get into that a little bit more. Well, that's, like, that's like a good thing about the Switch now is, like, that has become, like, the new portable console. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to our next segment, Head to Head, new segment this season, where we, we give our guests a hard choice to make. All right. Everyone, put down your pens and paper. Guess what games are going against each other. <laughs> Making sure you realize I'm the Last of Us guy. Uh, three, two, one, everybody say it with me. Last of Us. Last of Us versus, versus <laughs> Last of Us 2. Yeah. Um, I, I don't and like for clarity, you. <laughs> uh, 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 we're we're gonna stick with the ones that you played because you haven't played the Last of Us. Have, actually, have you played the Last of Us Part One or have you just played the Last of Us? I mean, they're okay. the same game, but I've played. I've played. Yeah, I've played them all. Okay, I've so we're gonna the, the specifically remake. it's Part One versus Part Two. Um, I hate you for this because I I honestly don't know. I I guess I would have to say Last of Us Part One just because. It was like the first one, and it's still probably my favorite game of all time. But I mean, The Last of Us Part Two, I I love that game, and I understand people have lots of criticisms about it. But I don't know. I think they nailed it with what they what they did and the story. And I love Seattle, and I love exploring that area, having been to Seattle. But yeah, shout I guess out go to with... the Mariners. No, no, no! <laughs> shout out to the Mariners. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Fuck the Mariners. Fuck that team. Go Blue Jays. Go. Um, but yeah, no, I'll I'll stick with the Last of Us Part One. Um, Ellie is still my favorite character of all time, and Joel is not far behind. But yeah, Last of Us Part Two. I love that game too. But we'll we'll go with Part One today. 
Moving on, moving on to the deals of the week. Starting off with the free games on the Epic Game Store. You can pick up Orwell, keeping an eye on you, and Europa Universalist 6. Uh, until, no, not 6. Uh, 4. 4. Why do I have a 6 in there? That's a typo. Uh, <laughs> Europa Universalist 4. You can get that and Orwell, keeping an eye on you, until August 17th for free. So be sure to pick those up if you want some more free games in your catalog. On Steam right now, there's an SNK fighting game sale until August 17th and a QuakeCon sale, which is a whole bunch of Bethesda games, on sale until the 16th. Uh, so be sure to check those out if you want some good deals on some good games. Uh, the achievement of the week is in Stray Gods, the role-playing musical. It's a virtuoso, which is to listen to every song. And the game of the week, more like making games of the week, is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. And lastly, our guest game recommendation. Cole, if there's one game you could recommend, old or new, to the audience right now, what game would that be? Uh, ooh, great question. I won't say The Last of Us because we've talked about that enough. Uh, game recommendation. Oh, man, you're putting... Uh, GT. Let's go Grand Theft Auto 4. I think that one kind of gets left behind in terms of like San Andreas and three and vice city and, and five. But I, I honestly think GTA four is my favorite. So if you have an Xbox and you can play backwards or you have a PS three and you haven't played that one, definitely try that one. It's a bit more serious than some of the other ones, but I think the story is probably my favorite out of all of them. So yeah, check that it one. Also, out it also it. has the ballad of gay Tony DLC. Oh, so good. I love that DLC. The Lost and Damned, I didn't care for. I didn't care for no, The Lost and Damned. That's another great topic. What's your favorite DLC of all time? Um, put that in the calendar for five years. I got put, that, my two, put that in the calendar? I've, yeah. got, I've, got, I've got my two topics already set. I'm wow. Good to go. Wow. Yo, let's, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's Sorry, go. I cut you off. You can answer. We, can, we don't have to do it. What's your favorite no, DLC actually, of it's all a, time? It's a, it's a good question because like thinking about it, I genuinely don't know what it would be. Uh, just from the DLCs I've played, like if you want to count like uh, Final Fantasy fourteen expansions as DLC because they technically are, yeah, uh, it would probably be Shadowbringers, okay, because uh, that was such a great freaking story uh, in FF fourteen, one of the best ones. I'm playing Endwalker right now, and it's 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 good so far. But like Shadowbringers was just so good. <laughs> I got two. I'm gonna go Old World Blues from fallout new vegas and undead nightmare from red dead one actually you know what uh, another one for me it would be part one and two of lost was it lost that's the 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 bioshock infinite dlc where you went to oh yeah yeah those are great too good call those were both really good yeah yeah very good call great game great and great dlc yeah both of those are awesome the first one is kind of kind of weird where there's not really any combat it's just a lot of sneaking but yeah no that's call. the second part that's the second is that part. The second one okay yeah i got him back yeah the first one's booker the second one's elizabeth you're right yes yeah great great call yeah great call the ending for the second one it's like <sighs> oh <laughs> yeah the ending of of the main game is just like mine has exploded and then the ending of those oh yeah bioshock infinite and just the first bioshock great games oh uh, well with that that does it for another episode here in the game lounge uh well cole where can we find you on the internet uh i'm on instagram at cole parkinson four and check me out i post like once a year but it's always a good post Okay. <laughs> Look forward to that post. Also, uh, good shout out another podcast that Cole's been on. He's been on the No School Review Show a couple times. Hell yeah! Uh, definitely check those episodes out with Cole as well. Uh, makes as his for way me, around. yeah, he makes his, he's making his way around. Uh, as for me, you can find me on at Tony's Game Lounge on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Threads, YouTube, anywhere that any main social media you can find me. Tony's Game Lounge. Uh, new YouTube video coming out soon. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's weird. 
Not like the other content I put on the channel, but we're just putting it out there because I I, I got some laughs out of it. So you know, I'm like, you know what? Let's put it on you. Let's make this a video. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Give the people what we want. Yeah. And if you're listening to this on the Monday, also look forward to a Honkai Star Rail video where I pulled for Kafka because obviously she's the dummy mommy that everybody wants in the game. Uh, and uh, I am pulling for her. I pulled for her on Saturday. I can't tell you how it went yet because it hasn't happened yet, but like it's happened. If you're listening to, yeah, look, look forward to that. We got some Final Fantasy 14 content in the work. We got some Street Fighter content in the work, some Minecraft stuff. We got a bit of everything, uh, that's being worked on right now. So look forward to that. And, uh, Twitch schedule is still whenever I go live. So join the Discord. Just stay updated on that. Cole, thank you once again for coming on out today. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me back. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. We only got two more weeks left of this season. Uh, so get ready for those episodes. We will be uh, be sure to like, follow, share the podcast wherever you're listening to this. And we will see you guys back here next week uh, in the Game Lounge. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.